I thought I'd, you know, trying to mack on chicks by making a little my own drive-in movie theater situation. Uh, Put it up above the car, you know. I don't hate the idea. You know, yeah. turn the car on, let them get <laughs> sleepy from the... <laughs> nine, like nine. That? That's vintage exhaust. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shit. No catalytic converter. <laughs> Welcome back to FTP Speed Shop Podcast, a podcast where we talk about what you talk about in the garage, because hey, we're in the garage. I'm your host, Mike Early, and today I've got my good buddy Hensley with me. How you doing today? Good. Happy to be here. Good. So, so before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, No Coast Customs, in Rod Shop, actually. I just kind of fucked that up a little bit. <laughs> Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors, No Coast Custom and Rod Shop. Uh, they are premier custom hot rod building shop in Lincoln, Nebraska, and i uh, very proud to have them uh, sponsor this episode. So if you need any uh, hot rod custom paint work done, hit them up. Go find Ben there at No Coast Custom. Anyways, all right, now we can get back into it. So what are you working on in the garage today? Or let me what are you working on in the garage uh i'm still tackling the drum brakes on my 61 old starfire 61 old starfire what is that uh as far as i know i've been doing some research and they're pretty rare they were only there was only 7604 of them made uh it was one of gm's first cars they ever released with the floor shifter on an automatic um it was oldsmobile's approach at kind of tackling the Corvette and the Cadillac at the same time. So they were after the luxury sports car. So they put the 394 Oldsmobile Rocket, uh, 6.5 liter, 10 to 1 compression, and then just bells and whistles all throughout. They only made them in convertible in 61. Um, so it's got you know electric vent windows and cruise control there's even a phototronic eye on the dash that dims the headlights uh they're a pretty unique car so it's kind of like the big boat cadillac type thing with all the bells and whistles but with the big motor and the horsepower yeah yeah it's okay. uh it's pretty cool um they if you were to see one they don't it was when they started they, they took out fins for this car there's no fins on this car like there was a lot in 61 and 60 and 59 and then mm -hmm. you'll when you look at them you can kind of see the similarities where later on they started taking the impala and that's where they kind of got a lot of from what i understand a lot of the influence for the impala later on to get rid of the big fins and stuff like that it was kind of uh oldsmobile i guess was kind of the the guinea pig of gm you know before they used stuff on cadillac they tried out on oldsmobile so it's kind of fun you see a lot of weird stuff and wacky fun. stuff yeah, they're it's like cool. what the hell were they thinking but that's cool like, yeah. i've never seen something like that my before. uh tail it was supposed to be the car of the future my tail lights look like rocket cones mm -hmm. it's called the starfire everything's cosmic and yeah it's kind of a a lot of a lot of that stuff in the 50s and 60s was all futuristic and uh space type stuff they just wanted their fascination with going to the moon and going into outer space yeah the 50s was like avionics and then the 60s was intergalactic you know they were trying mm -hmm. to be cosmic and st starship buck rogers all that stuff i think it's pretty rad uh so you also have a uh jeep that's ls swapped yes yeah that uh it's a long-standing work in progress. <laughs> I mean, it runs and drives, and I drove it for a year and a half. But, uh, yeah, 76 Cherokee that I put a 5.3 and a 4L60E in. That's been absolutely awesome because, 
it gets 22 miles to the gallon and it looks like it gets 10 so mm-hmm. and it sounds great and it's yeah. a fun to drive it's a winter hot rod in a sense was that your first kind of like big motor swap car that was my first motor swap of anything yeah. i mean that was like i went from like broke ass changing my own alternators <laughs> to taking on this a bunch of guys tell me like dude just watch youtube videos and facebook yeah, and, YouTube. It's that easy. and then i got so far into it i had to finish it to keep going to work in it so i did <laughs> that's that's the worst like when you're you're like oh it's gonna only take a weekend or whatever it'd be easy swap and it's your daily driver or you know and then all this next thing you know it's Sunday night at 5.30 and you still don't have the motor in. You're like, well, I'm either walking to work tomorrow or going to try to catch a ride with somebody. This is or, you, or you look at the early pictures of the, of the project when you start it and yourself and you're looking at the pictures like, wow, I didn't have any gray hair when I started this, yeah. this project. That's no, this great. This was supposed to be an easy project. That's how the prelude is snowballed. It was supposed to be just, you know, I should easily be able to get this thing done in a year. I think I've laid underneath the dash like the last two weeks trying to sort out why certain things aren't working and I'm trying to get everything to work on it. That's my goal. But any car that I take apart and put back together, the horns never work on it. I cannot I cannot make the horn system work. <laughs> that's the one thing that's left on that car that doesn't work. I've fucked with it for five hours, crawling under the dash, changing out the relays, doing all this, that, the other, all the fuses are good, chasing wires. No, no, yeah, just just might not have a horn. Yeah, I uh, have my Starfire. It's got one button you can press to make the horn work, and there's one you can just slam and get it to work. But the horn sounds like shit, and that's where it sits. Yeah, so has that got two buttons on the steering wheel, or is it like... Yeah, it's uh, got it's, the two buttons on the steering wheel and a, kind of a optical illusion in the center where it looks like you're looking almost... To get to the emblem, it looks like it's you know a foot or two down. Down the tunnel or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, what you got you into cars? Why, uh, why did you even, like, if you just started a motor swap and doing all that stuff not that long ago, what was... Uh, my dad, I grew up on a, my dad was a car salesman when I was a kid. I uh, grew up in a small agricultural town in, in over Central City over by Grand Island. And, uh, you know, everybody everybody was a gearhead. That was back when everybody could change their own oil. So Yeah, easy to work on the cars, too, compared to everything nowadays where you have to have some sort of a... Uh, scan tool whatever plastic removal system yeah you know uh yeah so my dad uh take me over to whitey larson's and jimmy lee flagels and he drank beer in a bunch of garages with guys that were all gearheads and stuff like that baja trucks and river jeeps that was a big thing in my area so Mm -hmm. just kind of got into it just always always have a fascination with a, a time gone by you know antiques uh stuff like that and yeah, so I stumbled on that Starfire, had to grab it, grab the seven, stumbled on the 76 Cherokee, grabbed it, and uh, yeah, I just love them. I love the nostalgia. I love the smiles per mile. When I first heard that saying, I thought that was because every mile I drove it, I would smile, and it's all the smile. <laughs> it's not. It's definitely not. A lot of people see you, and they smile, and you're sitting there oh. going... Just get home. Please, please, Just make please, it please, home. Please, I don't please. need some derelict <laughs> dude putting this on a flatbed, fucking it up anymore. And I already did. Yeah. So it's oh, it's fun, man. That's you know? true. I never really thought about that. Smiles per mile. You know, I always kind of thought about like when I got the supercharger on the Chevelle, and every time I floor it, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Usually people are flipping me off because it's too loud or something. So yeah, if if we had to put smiles per mile in after what we put through putting them putting them together we'd get you know yeah probably like point 
08 the miles tears per smile. Yeah, they, tears per mile would be way higher. Or blood from punching a blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. yeah, God. But it's fun, man. You know, I love the challenge. I like putting it together. I like researching. I like finding how this car was related to this car, mm-hmm. or you know, this designer came over here, and or this company shifted, switched hands, or or the influence that World War Two and the lack of metal, and you know. Uh, just you know you know what was going on in politics and how it influenced the car or the changing of the times it was it was all pretty that yeah, was it ralph nader's book not safe at any speed or something like that was that the one that kind of started with all of the uh safety restraints and emissions and all that stuff oh. in the 70s unsafe yeah, at any speed i think it was yeah then that's when they started like crumple zones and unibodies mm-hmm. right yeah stuff like start that. having to have like the foam bumpers and then that's where we started getting away from the cool chrome just big oh yeah yeah just oh just so cool even as rare as that starfire is it's like if i hit anybody today it's not just gonna drive away (laughs) (laughs) well not not just drive away but yeah you know well i gotta leave some information it's the only car like it in town so they'll know who it was that's true yeah did you get that car locally yeah i found it by, by, bought it from jay carter he's his grandpa bought it 60 years ago uh in 1961 it's kind of a neat story uh i did some research oh i did have to do a lot of research talk to jay about it and stuff kind of did some brainstorming when i was thinking about it because jay was telling me that his grandpa bought it for his grandma in 1961 jay also told me that he was 60 so i bought it last year their car is 60. so he was one owner car basically one family yeah one family the carter family they own carter refuse here in town they also i believe i think he was from or he married into the refuse industry but his family owned havoc lumber okay um or her family did that's fucking crazy because that that board right there it's below that oh, wheel yeah. there. That's a lumber that was in the basement of the house before we, when we redid the foundation. They like must have had something come in on a pallet. Yeah, and they made they took the lip. pallet apart and uh, made shelves out of it. So the shelves were sitting in the very back corner. I thought that was so cool because it's you know who knows how old it is from the 50s or 60s or something probably or, or, or maybe older, yeah, maybe the 40s. Picture that. Give it to Jay. And, uh, that's kind of crazy small world i guess yeah his uh his grandpa bought it because his his wife uh grandma had not yet driven a car and that was you know this sign of the times you know it was something mm-hmm. that wasn't that big a deal either it was unladylike or too intimidating or whatever it was or she was you know just a little on the bougie side she's like you drive me yeah well he went to the dealership the starfire was a dealer order uh special order from the dealer uh, uh, from the factory by the dealer to put on the showroom. So that's why it has the electric vent windows and the twilight oh, mist lavender color. So it's got color. every so single So yeah, they dialed it in it. everything yeah. but AC, which <clears throat> I happen to find a 61 Oldsmobile AC I'm pretty proud of to try to put in there in, in the next year or two. Um, he bought it and uh, you know, I was doing some thinking and I was like, well, that would have made, she must have been around in her 40s because I asked Jay, and I was like, are you the youngest or whatever? It's the same year he was born. And uh, he says, no, I, I have older brothers and stuff. So this woman had already been a grandma. She was in her 40s. She had still not driven a car. So mm-hmm. he went to the dealership and being a lumber lumberyard guy or whatever this guy was, 
uh, the salesman made a crack and said, you know, oh, get away from that Starfire. Let's go look at something a little more in your price range, bud. And so he basically gave it him gets a good... him every single time. Yeah, he That's the best did. sales tactic <laughs> yeah, ever because, you know, you insult somebody's pride. You're like, you know what? I don't know. I, I can't afford it. You're right. Fuck you. I'm buying it anyway. Yeah, so he Just went up and, Yeah, I guess he went home and actually got into the mattress safe. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The times they yep. got the money out of the mattress came for 4600 bucks. It was the most expensive car. Damn, 4600 bucks. That's that's a $46,000 car, you know, today or 80000 Yeah, know. I was going to say, that was an expensive car back then. Yeah, could you imagine that? Well, they took it home. He said, you know, fuck you. If I was him, I wouldn't have bought it from the same salesman. I would have gone to the other salesman like, hey, yeah, he I'll take that. Yeah. yeah, Go get Greg over there. Yeah, the youngest guy, you know, or some, yeah. you know, the worst salesman. Uh, he bought it and uh, took it home. And Grandma took one look at it and said, nope. She still didn't drive it. She ended up not driving until grandpa died. She didn't ever, she never got a driver's license until then. So that car sat in a garage for 60 years and they only drove it for roughly 17 to 1800 miles per year. So only got 101 K on it. So that's pretty crazy. Um, but that was definitely a sign or that was something that happened back in the day because yeah. my grandma till the day she died, never drove a car, never pumped gas in a car. She walked to the grocery store even after grandpa died. You know, when he died about when I was born, like 83, 84, 82, I don't know, somewhere in there. And so, and she lived up until 2012, I think. Never, ever drove a car. Drove a car. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so. Well, now it seems like, uh, from what I hear from parents at my barbershop, it's kind of leaning back that way. The kids don't want to drive because they have to put their phones down. They'd rather just have their parents drive. Yeah, no, it definitely is true. Like, for me, I, like, riding a bike, the second I learned how to ride a bike, that was freedom. Yeah. And then the Absolutely. second I could drive a car, it was like even more freedom. Now yeah. my area I could go just expanded. My horizon just opened up. Absolutely. You know, I always joke about this with the guys in the barbershop. I was like, when I was 12, I knew exactly my top three colors of Lambo I would accept when <laughs> I was 16. And if they wouldn't do Lambo, 911 Porsche until we found one or a Corvette. If that was the case, you know. Boy, you really had uh, big dreams. Oh, we all did. We all <laughs> wanted that Miami Vice Testero, that, that Ferrari yeah, on Miami yeah, Vice. Yeah, and we true. all thought, you know, <laughs> dad always pays the bills. I mean, he's got money for a Lambo, you know. Yeah, I, re I always remembered when... Uh... You know, I thought I was going to retire when I was 40. <laughs> oh, boy, I got, I got just over a year to get that done. Yeah. Or, yeah. like, once I... Because, you know, when you're growing up and you hear, like, 40000 was, like, a really good wage when you were young or whatever. So I had that in my mind. And then once I hit that, I was like, wow, I'm broker than I was <laughs> making 30000 <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you get a little big in your britches on spending once in a while. Yeah, that's for sure. But, yeah, kids these days are... Um, delayed retarded not like mentally retarded they're just behind the times they're um i, well, I, don't, scary. I don't read books i listen to books because at work or whatever i can't like be thumbing through pages and i don't poop enough to get through <laughs> a book in a timely manner so uh the great coddling of the american mind that was a pretty pretty interesting book to listen to and it talks about how all the kids with the helicopter parents and our generation and how the the tv shows like uh oh fuck uh unsolved mysteries and uh oh what was the one where that guy was uh 
every single night he would go on there and tell about all the criminals, the fugitives. America's Most Wanted. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. That, I can picture show, the guy. I can hear yeah. his voice. I can't remember his name, though. Gray hair. Unsolved is, Mysteries. All those shows yeah, about, Stack. about people getting their kids stolen or murders or all that stuff. Well, all the moms kind of latched onto this. and They started thinking we live in a really dangerous world, even though today the world's a lot safer statistically than it was even back when we were growing up, you know, in the 80s and 90s. And how they kind of helicoptered and protected them. They wouldn't let them ride their bike, you know, across the street or across busy streets. So they wouldn't let them make the mistakes you make when you're 12 years old or, you know, 10 years old. And they, they start making those mistakes now when they're 16 and 17 years old. They are and it scared rattles drive, their cage. Yeah, they're scared to drive a car um, because they don't need to drive a car because they don't need that freedom because mom's there or dad's there to cart them around and drive them wherever they want to go. And so it, it delays them, retards their um, mental fortitude and just like decision-making oh. skills. And so now they're 30 years old. And they're finally getting to the place where a 21 year old would would have been, you know, yeah. a generation, two generations ago. Yeah, I, I feel like you see it like Dogs a lot. Too, like, look working. at look at the the amount of Karens out there. You know, it's not because everybody's just filming these these Karens and these Kyles freaking out. I just think it's because there's just so much immediate gratification that mm -hmm. when one thing goes remotely off the rails at the quick stop or anything like that, they don't have the mental fortitude anymore to deal with it. These are 35-year-old people, 28-year-old men and women that when they, something goes wrong, like they don't have the blue slushy, these people don't know how to cope yeah. with it. Oh, they I'm just drinking a Mountain Dew slushy. Get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, God forbid something goes wrong in your day and they just, you know, they have this security blanket it you know of, of mm -hmm. grabbing that phone and going oh well, i could just go to my happy place on instagram and and, and then you know don't have to live life when you could just go through the havasu falls or or skydiving on instagram or, or facebook and you know absorb other people's Is life because experiences. we don't have any real problems like america's out of problems like we don't have to for the most part we don't have to worry about food we got all the food we can eat we don't have to worry about you know bills and all this stuff you know there are you have to worry about it but money is pretty abundant everybody lives pretty well we li all live like kings basically I, um and, I agree and so we I, don't have we don't have the hardship that we had people don't die as often so you don't feel that i don't know like general sense of urgency to live life in, well, pa in pain you know you grow every time something bad happens or you have pain in your life it toughens you up strengthens you maybe it makes you have a better ability to cope with stuff and handle things i don't know we're just out of problems we don't we don't have sacrifice and issues in our life anymore i don't think yeah everything's done to us i mean could you imagine if you had to sit down and could you balance a checkbook um yeah i could just for the simple fact that i run a business so i have to kind of keep track of numbers a lot yeah i i don't uh, think i don't think i could i could i could i Without a calculator? Uh, yeah, I'd do it on a spreadsheet or something where I just do <laughs> equal sum, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it's, and that, yeah. It's, you know, you, you think about those stupid skills. You know, my mom, even if she spends money digitally, she gets out her little checkbook mm -hmm. register. And da, 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 I remember da, da, my mom. Online, yeah. yeah, my mom, like once every Sunday night or whatever, would sit down. And my mom wants to get audited. Balance the checkbook. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Just out. so she could have somebody go, Come wow, <laughs> you got every penny. Yeah, one of, the, one of the podcasts I listen to, he's a conservative guy. So 
you know, he probably, he got audited. He got on the radar and got audited. I don't know if it had anything to do with him being conservative or not, but he, he's been audited like three times. And one of the times he's, they said he overpaid by five cents, you know, <laughs> and then the other time they're like, Hey, oh, yeah, you shorted us on a penny or whatever. Like his numbers were perfect. And he just kept getting audited cause they couldn't stick him. And they finally gave up, I guess. God. Yeah, um, you know, I've I've I feel like I'm a stickler on my taxes in case anybody's watching. Oh shit, we use, <laughs> we use the keywords, the hit words, IRS and audit, which is a wonderful organization. Absolutely. Really, I mean, I really could, one of my favorite. Yeah, you know, I, sometimes I just pop down to the federal building just to say hi and be like, "Hey, fellas, hey, thanks, anything? thanks for all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I really appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah it does. great. Yeah, Woo, I love losing sleep over you guys for no reason, really. You know, yeah, but. No, you know, sometimes I just think of ways I can give them more money, you know. Yeah, I like to bring them sandwiches and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys just remember when you draw my name out of the basket, I'm the guy that brought you sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> Donuts brought to you by Hensley's Barbershop. <laughs> You're like, all right, this guy's doing And I'll something. be writing these off, too. <laughs> Yeah, see here, you wrote off a lot of donuts. That yeah, you asshole ate all those. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, that's like, like just stuff like that, though. I mean, the 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 lack of things that people, the tasks that people take on and do, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's it's crazy, you know. I mean, we don't we don't go and pay bills. We don't write checks and put them in the mail as much anymore. Everything's automated. Yeah, I've almost thing, done you know. done uh, online bill pay. Like when I started actually having to become an adult. I mean, I wrote checks out for a little while, but it was kind of like maybe a two, three year window where I really had to do it. And then it was all online. Yeah, I uh, I just had an issue where I went out to check my mailbox. I was like, holy crap, I have not paid any bills for quite some time. I was like, well, not like like check my mailbox. And I went out there and it's empty. Usually it's like kind of some work to get everything out. Yeah. And as I talked to the mailman the next day, and he's like, yeah, I didn't know if you even still live there anymore. It was so full, I had to take it back. And oh. they sent everything <laughs> back to the senders. Oh, and so perfect. now I've got, perfect. I had to check my mail before I left, and the mailman was outside walking. And, yeah. and so I had to take it up, but I was like, God, I got to get online and, and pay some bills because I get so caught up with doing stuff, and I'm so unused. I mean, I remember it was like, I'd pay my rent, you know, back in the day, I would pay my rent. I'd rate that rent check out. I'd get that out to the landlord. Mm -hmm. And then I would write all the checks for all the other bills and set them aside, you know, and go, you know, the next paycheck, go pick up my paycheck and mail those out, deposit my check, mm -hmm. wait until everything went through or the next paycheck come in and then drink beer, you yeah. know, and <laughs> then buy beer and crap you don't need. Yeah, I, I, I hate when... Uh... And I don't have this issue near as much as I did back in the day when I was working for the business, everything out of one checking account. But like, I'd get hounded by a sub like, hey man, I finished up, can I get a check? Can I pay, can I get a check? Can I get a check? Yeah, I'll get you a check, hold on, you know, let me get paid from the job before I pay you. And then he's like, okay, well I really need to pay my taxes. Can I get a check? And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Wrote, wrote him on a check, gave him the check. Three weeks later, Four weeks later, <laughs> hey bud, you gonna deposit that check? He's like, oh yeah, it's on my list of things. I was like, you told me you had to pay your taxes and you needed that. <laughs> yeah, I had to dip into savings, so it's not that big of a deal anymore. And I'm like, well, it is for me because I'm I've sitting here with six grand in my account yeah, that's not mine, and that's I've been spending money off of that. If mm -hmm. you need to, you know, 
go to him, go to the damn bank and deposit yeah. the damn check. Fuck's sake, you want me to go? I'll take it down to your bank for you. Fuck. We might have to run over another sub on the way. He's on there, you know. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I don't. I never understood that. I guess maybe I run everything so tight that when I get a get a check, I'm like, yep, take it down, take it down to the bank. We have multiple kids and Brandy, so you know, you cash them, she spends them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we all <laughs> we, we all have our uh, issues with spending money. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, it's scary sometimes when I stupid shit I buy, especially when you get into a project. Like when you buy a new car or whatever, and you're all gung ho and fired up. The rabbit hole, man, yeah. it just yeah, it starts the at the worst. wallet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm in a rabbit hole right now. I was just talking to Spike, and he was like, "You're going down the rabbit hole because I got idiot lights on the Starfire, but I want to put gauges in, but I still want the ga- idiot lights to be functional. So now I got to get a T splitter for the oil pressure sensor mm-hmm. and the switch, and then put that on. Well, why not get the fuel safety switch so it turns off by blah 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 blah. Run those wires and all this stuff, and it's like, man, I'm I'm just a set of wheels from driving the thing, but let's nah, get let's out this, yeah, let's, let's tear, tear into, into some it. more crap, you know and. Oh man, it's 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 fun though. You know, it's I just hate it when I buy the wrong part. Yeah, when I do that, it ends up just oh, I'm gonna take it back for sure, and it just sits nope. on the shelf. I've got a set of brake pads for I don't even know what they're for, but <coughs> I'm never gonna use them. I don't even know what they're for, but they were the wrong ones, and rather than take them back, I just put them on the shelf. Can I bring mine over here? Because I got a set for the Buick that didn't work out. No, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to store any more shit. I'm just My gonna, garage is overflowing. I'm going to do the is. same shady thing the guy on eBay did to sell them to me. These are for a 51 Buick. Okay, send them out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it could be. Could be any, any, oh, yeah. any sort of Buick. Or you get something that looks good and, and you order it and then you get back. It's like, wow, this is really cheap. I'm not putting this on anything. Yeah. And it puts it on the shelf. I mean... I've only owned two motorcycles in my life, but I've got enough mirrors in my side view mirrors in my garage for an army of motorcycles. Because I think, I think you should put them all on one motorcycle. <laughs> the way I ride, I probably should. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good on those things, but they're kind of cool, so can't sell it. Yeah, no, yours, yours looks pretty cool. I just seen it a couple weeks ago, oh, a couple months and a half ago, or something. So. Got it all painted up and yeah, because how the customers did that? That's just rad. It came out yeah. so cool. They do a lot of really, really, really cool shit with uh, pinstriping and the a metal flake, metal and flake, and the shadowing, or, oh uh, lacing, or whatever the hell you call it. You know, yeah, with they... all the different airbrushing techniques and stuff. And then they, I think they do upholstery. I think I saw that they got a new uh, uh, upholstery table, like. CNC machine but does upholstery. Yeah, where they can put those they, really dialed in different patterns so, and stuff. Yeah, and they the, can they can put an embroidery machine, I guess, is what it would be basically. So they can stitch whatever the hell they want in it. Yeah, those Looks guys cool. those yeah. guys do some cool stuff. Uh yeah, that, that motorcycle I built, I, I, I don't think I really have any business owning anything that nice that's supposed to stay that clean. Um it, it's it's a lot of work. Just, yeah. It's all nerve wracking. You know, like, because I'm one of those guys that'll swing around a hammer and not, you know, <laughs> there goes that money. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know it's, and I've heard that bikes are really hard to keep clean. 
they're not that big. You'd think they'd be easier to clean. Well, if you suck at riding them, you don't go out enough on them. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you got to get the dust off of it. You get all that dust sitting on like one half of your hub. <laughs> the bottom side's clean. The top side's just covered in dirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're fun, though. All, all that stuff. You know, I just love sitting there tinkering with anything. Yeah. You know, mini bikes and jet skis. It's just all fun. You know, it gives you something to do. Yeah, it's it definitely it. Uh, it keeps you in theory should keep you out of trouble with the law and uh, put you in trouble with the uh, accountant. Mm, 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 yeah. In theory, it should keep you out of trouble. Yeah, with the law. my accountant's <laughs> like you write off more car parts in an automotive <laughs> shop <laughs> legally. <laughs> well, the 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 sub one hundred is an early construction vehicle, so it's. Uh, you know, we I drive it to work, haul cabinets in it, drywall in it, and it's it's like a, a cool looking uh, shop truck, I guess. Yeah. I don't have like an automotive shop where I need a shop truck, so like I don't get that cool shop truck. You know, everybody runs down to the hardware store or whatever. But I, I was gonna register my projects under the barbershop name, but my accountant, when he explained to me how we could do that legally which we didn't do it because it wouldn't be legal he said in front of the entire my other two barbers at the time he was like yeah but if you register the 51 buick or the harley under the barbershop's name then they have to be company vehicles and the employees have to be able to have access to them at all times and he said that in front of them and they all perked up i was like nope we're good i'll just eat that really? cost That's, yeah huh. yeah so i hope aaron doesn't see this yeah. <laughs> come over and get the company truck one day if there's anybody that I guess out of all my employees I've ever had, he would probably be the one I would be like, yeah, it's cool, drive it, because he drives like a fucking grandma. <laughs> like he is the slowest, most like perfect driver. Like is he? Yeah, like I floored it to go around a car the other day, and lane was ending or something, and they were going slow, and I just like hammered it and in the tr in the Duramax and he's like whoa geez <laughs> it was like well I had to just make a decision to get around this asshole he was going too slow yeah so you said you own a barbershop Hensley's barbershop yeah over on 10th and South uh been open for four years now uh, I'm in my new location as of two years ago which early Mike early for the early construction uh, built the countertops they're fantastic and how are those uh, holding up still working out okay great 32 foot of white subway tile countertop absolutely just an unbeatable appearance in there you know it just looks so cool that just I brought that made me think of something when we were doing that tile it was when we hired that Wes Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a special sort of special, wasn't he? he? Was. Oh, he boy. Was. I terrified him, too. Oh, yeah. He, uh. Well, I think it was like the gentle caressing of his hand. Just randomly. Just... He was. He Hi, was... Wes. I do hair. <laughs> He was he was so afraid of uh, and maybe that maybe that comes with age I guess like you're like no don't call me gay I'm not gay like yeah over the top about it maybe he's hiding something I don't know but like especially with my friends when you do that they're like oh this is gonna be funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, how just, gay can we get yeah, and we well, what line can we push to yeah, make you feel more uncomfortable definitely push it so. <laughs> 
I freaked that kid out that one day. Oh God! There's <laughs> nothing, nothing better than we went and did Eric's fireplace at his house, and for whatever reason, Wes came back from lunch and his shirt was tore all the way down and like the sleeves are off i was like what the hell happened he's like yeah me and my buddy were wrestling and he tore my shirt so i just ripped the sleeves off and it, it was like tore all the way in here his nips were hanging out and, <laughs> and i was like this bird cage of rage <laughs> yeah i was like dude hey hey this guy that we're gonna go work for he's, he's a little weird just so, oh, just so you know okay um you might want to put a different shirt on he's like really i was like yeah he's kind of weird and so I went in and talked to Eric, and Eric's down for whatever. <laughs> and I was like, hey, fuck with Wes a little bit, okay? Like, say something about his dips or whatever. <laughs> He's like, you want me to come out with no pants on? I was like, more than anything. <laughs> so he's standing in the kitchen. There's like a little window area in his kitchen talking to us. You know, we, you can't see he doesn't have any pants on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Eric, why don't you come over and show us what you mean? He walks around the corner. He's just in his little freaking boxer briefs. <laughs> and starts doing leg lunges. <laughs> right in front of him. And he's like, hey, Wes, how you doing? Or hey, hey man. I like your shirt. Doing? Yeah, what's going on? He walked outside and he's like, told Aaron, he's like, hey, man, I, I don't feel comfortable here anymore. Like, this guy keeps hitting on me. Like, I don't, what is he doing? Why is he doing that? And uh, <laughs> Eric, Eric just laid it on. His wife was there and everything. And he was like, later on after we, you know, kind of let him know in on the, the gag, he was like, yeah i don't know it was really weird i was like well what did you think aaron was he's like i don't know i didn't i don't know why he was just hitting on me and i didn't know why i didn't think it was you know that you're his wife because he was hitting on me i just thought you know you lived here or something he was all freaking out about it <laughs> it's an open relationship by everything yeah. he had so many emotions he was so confused <laughs> Um, oh, that brings up i can't believe he fired him he was such a great employee uh trump bought him a 10-week employment that was right when ppp came through <laughs> and the day i was going to fire him or let him go hey he was a really good he was a nice kid he, just, he was he was in he, he no needed more experience sense, and he just no life experience no work experience no nothing he was young so but uh yeah he, the day i was gonna let him go i got that ppp check and it said you you're uh none of your payroll can drop so you can't lay anybody off you can't fire anybody you can't do any of that <coughs> i was just i told him i was like man you got lucky trump bought you, <laughs> bought you another eight weeks or whatever <laughs> but yeah he was young kids i don't know what do you think about the young kids in the car industry he was so impatient uh he got a really nice like 97 truck that maroon one instantly put a lift kit on it instantly put the ford no that was that white four that was the white one right well the no real he got a maroon, raggedy one yeah that thing was a pile but he yeah. got that maroon uh gmc like 97 gmc extended cab and it his uncle had it or something and it was beautiful perfect truck you know you don't see those trucks without rust on them or dented up or beat yeah and instantly got the freaking dude bro rims on it sticking out the side put a lift kit on it uh started trying to wire up like uh fog lights or those casey lights yeah. and everything and then he put a he wanted to put a visor on it so we got a fiberglass visor or whatever off the front i think i remember that and i was like 
I was like, dude, go. He's like, yeah, me and my buddy, we're just going to rattle can. I was like, don't do that. I, just listen. Yeah, I will help you out. Just I will paint it for you for free. I'm going to paint some parts for the prelude. So I'll give you the clear coat in the primer. You just go down to Snow or Auto Body Supply or whatever and get the paint. You know, get a pint of paint and I'll mix it up for you. Okay, or, or paint it. He's like, okay, cool. He showed up the next, I think he took off early on Thursday or something to go get it. And he was gone on Friday. He had something going on and then showed up on Monday with a rattle canned and on his truck. And I was like, dude, why the fuck did you do that? You already <laughs> bought the paint. You couldn't wait like four more days. Well, it's going to look sweet. You know that yeah. we, we all, we all kind of do that and you're getting excited. And at least he was a young kid that gave a shit about cars. Yeah, no, he definitely did. You know, that's what you, you don't, you don't see any more of them, you know, wanting to hire everything done and, pay everybody to do everything and they don't understand why they got $70,000 into a $10,000 truck. I just saw a guy on the way over here in a beautiful blue high country Silverado. It was, I think it was, you know, 2021, something like that. It was a, it was a really new truck and it was 2,500 Duramax, big cattle, black, shiny cattle guard on the front and the black accents on the grill and hit, and it was a South Dakota truck and he had no lift kit on it i mean the, the tires must have stuck out this far off the side deep dish high polish rims what all are we talking like a 15 inch wide rim oh no it was like a 20 20 inch? but it was like 15 16 inches deep of just shine i mean it was just shine and you know like talk about that impetuous views i'm behind him in you know my avalanche you know with plastic on the side sweet drug yeah. <laughs> lbgtq <laughs> <laughs> and so i'm driving behind him and i'm like listen to this turbo wine oh, i'm dying for a diesel full, i'm dying to own a diesel and he's got this mall crawler yeah. and he's got i don't know they look like giant golf cart tires sticking out of it i mean there wasn't a lot of tread on them and he hits one bump on 11th Street over like 11th and G, and the toolbox just pops up. Like you spent seventy five thousand dollars on this truck, you couldn't have bought more than a fifty dollar toolbox. Probably spent more than seventy five thousand oh. dollars on, especially by the time he puts the lift kit on it, puts the ten thousand dollars worth of rims and tires. Oh yeah, he gets out with flannel shirt on, sleeves cut off. You know, he's a young guy, he's a good looking kid. You know, he's fit. Just steps right on. The only thing I liked about it was when he wanted to get in the back of that truck, he just stepped right on that tire and walked right up into it. I was like, okay. I mean, I, I guess he could use it as scaffold too. He could yeah. like throw a two by 12 from tire to tire if he needed to like work. <laughs> it, had, it had that option, but I was like, well, I don't want to look like that driving down the road. And I'm just like, man, all rims, no, tr like, ah, oh, it was. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like, it's your truck, do what you want to do, but. They mm. have no tread, like, or like the sidewall is so. It's low pro rubber band tires with like a knobby tire profile. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it. You know, well that thing's never gonna go freaking mudding or. I mean, I don't want to be a jerk or anything, but it, I mean, it did have South Dakota plates, so there was a probably a, a little you know strangeness going on there. A very and nice person, I'm sure. I'm sure he's. I'm sure, sure he's a wonderful, yeah, wonderful sure. person. Yeah. I think his parents were just great cousins to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You know, uh, yeah, they're just they were Aunt lovely. Mom and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a mouthful, you know. <laughs> you know, Aunt Mom and Uncle Dad. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, you stub your toe as a kid. You can't just say mom or cry to mom. You got to cry to aunt mom. Yeah, you know, it's it's complicated lifestyle, you know. Do you think that these kids and these... Because, you know, like what, what I noticed with Wes is they're, they're ADHD or whatever. They're, they have no focus to stay focused. And do you think they're like into cars like we're into cars or they just into cars because that's what they think they should be into sometimes um i think the rabbit hole has too many tunnels too they want to do too much with one vehicle or they're you know they're young and they don't have a lot of money and so oh yeah they want to but they oh yeah cool seat covers oh yeah cool seat covers yeah underglow underglow (laughs) underglow i'm gonna get some rims but the offset's not right so they stick out or you know (sighs) I get that aspect of it, I guess. But you know, I mean, I if know. you're building a, a work truck for a budget, who cares what it looks like? You know what I'm saying? If you got, if you need a rim, you chunk the rim, and you need a rim, and there's a four mm-hmm. of them that might be a little offset with some rubber on them, throw them on and get to work. I understand that, but yeah, uh, you know, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I've had numerous clients. Um, these kids are 16 years old. And like I said, I knew what color, top three colors of Lambo I wanted by the time I was 12. What, and, what were they? Oh, uh, I think it was. I, oh, I, you, I, you I, knew it that well. Uh, you, I think I, it was yellow. Was I think it was definitely the yellow one. I wanted that Ferrari Testarossa from Miami Vice. And then I wanted, I thought that car in that one, the Rafe movie or whatever, was a, uh, but it was a Chrysler. I thought that was a Lambo. So it had to be black, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, a lot of these kids. I, I listen to them, and a lot of them, they don't care. I mean, I have a friend who, uh, his his company does very, very well. And his kid was like, can I just have mom's old Accord? And his dad's like, you know, he's got that C10 with the Central City on the doors from that he bought from Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's he's a car guy, and he's he, he likes his cars, and he just uh, ordered a, a really good-looking Porsche. And... Uh, He's like, would you want to put some rims on it or something? He's like, nah. Nah, that's what no, no. I just want to cruise and so smoke my weed and, you know, get well, I don't think he place. smokes pot. <laughs> I don't, and if he does, I don't throw him under the bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. But no. yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of this like, they don't see it as freedom. I mean, why would they need it? You know, we wanted to go to record stores and parts stores and, and swap meets or, you know, whatever, comic book stores or go hang out with our friends. Mm-hmm. Well, they could FaceTime them. You know, Amazon's going to drop it here the next day. You know, like they don't, they don't, they don't have a lack of freedom that we did you know i mean you remember what it would took to get your dad to drive you to the record store if you wanted an album or you know you know or something you know he's like oh god i just worked all day i don't think my dad ever did drive me anywhere yeah i I mean my mom carted us around a little bit but yeah for the most part once we got once we had the freedoms we had wheels you know it was it was time to go yeah yeah i mean that's that was everything i mean i live in a small town so i mean you got your bicycle you put your 22 on your strap on your back and you put your fishing pole over it and your tackle box on the other side and i don't know how i don't have a chunk of lead somewhere in my ass because we weren't safe you know we were yeah that's true i don't see kids riding on pegs or handlebars anymore yeah you know you don't see them doubling up and yeah um god we would i remember i used to ride a huffy with white mags and a blue frame i think it was seven or eight miles out to court courtson's house with a 22 on my back and we would be riding on the side of the highway little bitty shoulder and then we thought because we watched nascar it was a good idea to try to draft the semis 
So we'd see a semi come on. We don't look behind us, see the other cars. <laughs> Try to catch the wind. Boom. Never worked. I, well, we lived somehow. And then we'd go out Nobody and mess said around. Nobody you were a smart man. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> and then we would go out and fish and shoot shit. Mm-hmm. Mostly somebody else's property would get shot. You know, farmhouses and signs and all day. And then... It was like, oh man, streetlights are gonna come on. I better yes. get home, and it's seven minutes, seven miles on my uh-huh. way home. Yeah, streetlights. That was the thing. That was like the international symbol for get your ass home. Like you oh. better be home before the streetlights come on. I always remember too. I would try to pull this move where I was like, well, the streetlights weren't on at Travis's house, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, it, he's. 15 blocks away it's just as dark there as it is here you're not we're not spalling for that shit you know my mom was an old farm woman or it was a farm woman from uh western nebraska and she's not an old woman by any means uh was not and uh i'm burying myself on that one and we need to edit that out about my mom I, she's not old i'm scared of her and so well you, but, you more than made up for it right there yeah when i was uh when I was a kid, my mom was a school teacher, and she had her summers off too. And the rule was, you have to be out of the house by nine, maybe even eight thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Don't be back before four. You can stop in for a sandwich. You know, like there was like, and that was I thought that I, you know, at times I was like, well, great, I gotta go find the bully and get my ass kicked again because I'm not, I'm sure I'm gonna run into him at all the hot spots the kids hang out in this tiny mm-hmm. little town. But you know. And I look at that, and I don't even know if parents would even think about doing it. My mom was like, I don't know where you're going, but get out. Get out. Yeah. This is my house during the summer. I want this yeah. place empty and quiet from 9 to 4. You can come in at 5, and then shit. You know, you come in at 9 o'clock on the summers, and the sun still be up. Okay, we're good. You're home. Yeah, and damn near the streetlights wouldn't come on until 9.30 or whatever. Yeah. You know, that, and that freedom. Yeah, and the kids today... Well, they don't want to go farther than their Wi-Fi signal. Oh, speaking of Wi-Fi signal, this has nothing to do with Wi-Fi, but do you remember the uh, cordless landline phones? Oh. Trying to get some privacy or whatever, and, you know, talking to your first girlfriend or whatever on the phone, you're like, I don't want my brother listening. You walk outside, and then you go, shit, went too far. Nobody's antenna ever lasted more than a couple of months because somebody would clip that thing. Oh, God. Down sideways and bend Oh, man. And the cordless phones were so old. Remotes for TVs? I I remember when I was the remote. Yeah. My dad would be like, and my dad liked to channel surfing commercials. So it was like, oh, commercial come up. I just stand by the TV. Go to go to channel eight, you know. Go to channel eight. Go back to five. There's only like, what, 15 channels or whatever? Cable television was not brought in by the Bittinger family in my hometown, and it was not available. There was no cable TV. Cables ran through my hometown until I was in seventh grade. Yeah, I think sixth grade is when we heard. Fifth grade is when we heard about it. It still didn't get Fox. We couldn't get the. I never got to watch The Simpsons until I moved to Lincoln, and uh, didn't get Fox. Damn, and no, uh, 
Yeah, and I it was crazy. I, I remember when, oh, I remember that one week a year where HBO would do the free thing and you would get free HBO for a week. I had a lot of awakenings in that. You know, like that week was big at night. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's going to be boobs. Channel, <laughs> channel 77 in the scramble porn. Yeah, I remember, oh, and Universal Remotes. I think I saw a boob. <laughs> I think I saw, I saw a boob. boob. Yes, I don't know if it was male or female, but there was nipple. I saw <laughs> a nipple. Yeah, that um, would be like... This, the sleep. Yeah, remember those old satellites? Parties. Those things were monstrosities. Oh, in the, the house satellites. Yeah, yeah and they would like, move. Ooh, I didn't know they moved. They moved, yeah. I it was I cool. Remember. I remember that. And, the, and, the, and they called them a clicker because they were like, tukunk, tukunk, tukunk. And you, oh, had, you had to be like a marine sniper to hit that. So, and I didn't get it. I think it was faster just to get up and change the channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I forgot man. about that. Yeah, yeah I, we grew up on a satellite. farm for some point, and it was rabbit ears. And, and my parents weren't poverty stricken by any means. It was just the times, you know? It was oh, yeah. Like, Technology is advanced so fast since I was a kid. I can only imagine somebody that grew up in the Great Depression or the, you know, turn of the century, you know, they were 100 years old, and just to see how much things have changed. Like, no cars. You know, everything was done with animals and a buggy, and then now there's jets. We went, they went to the moon. You can talk to somebody in China. In house washer dryer. Yeah, running water, electricity, all the stuff. Oh man, yeah, we got it good. We don't want for nothing these days, but we want everything. Oh yeah, no, we're we're all entitled little pricks. I'm, I mean, I, I try to not be, but I think I'm just as guilty as everybody else. Oh, I. Like when our, we don't have good enough Wi-Fi in the bedroom, we're trying to watch a show and it keeps fucking buffering. And I'm like, motherfucker! Oh yeah. What the fuck do I pay for this shit for? I'm not a a, a hardcore gamer or anything, but my my neighbor was, and and we we were best friends in this duplex, and he talked me into getting an Xbox One, and I, I had an Xbox 360 when I. Uh, first moved back to town because I didn't know anybody and I was like, yeah, I have something to do. I don't want to watch TV. I didn't have cable at this apartment. So I bought this one off a of, of Marketplace or Craigslist or something. I bought it. So a hundred bucks. And it was fun playing it and stuff. And I remember him going, he's like, nah, you should get the Xbox One with the 4K, blah, 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 because it doesn't take so long to load. I'm like, bro, it takes eight, like 44 seconds and I'm playing this war game shooter with people all over the world. I got a headset. I mean, this is like amazing. You're bitching about the load time. Do you have to pee ever when this happens? Like, bro, do you remember this? Yeah. And you're like, yes. If you spin it just a little bit, but not too much, just a little bit, it'll work. Yeah, it's like, man, and the way people can play, oh, my internet's not fast enough. Well, everybody wants to be a, one of those, Twitch streamers or video game guys now and so then I don't know it's all everything's going well shit we're sitting here doing a video podcast and it's you know gonna go up on the internet so we're doing the same oh, thing oh yeah I just uh, I just uh, had a gig of internet put into my garage um, hell yeah <laughs> just to hang out you know and, and I, I put a TV in there and out of my living room was like I don't even I'm just gonna be in my garage Eh, you know what? Never turned on the TV. Didn't have any. Didn't want to sit on my couch anymore, so I put it back. Now I got a gig of internet. I mean, it's nice for when I have my worst, laptop out there and look up stuff. Because my worst and best thing I ever did was put a TV out here. Yeah, I've got another little TV. I think I'm gonna put in there. I thought I'd you know try to mack on chicks by making a little my own drive-in movie theater situation. 
Put it up above the car, you know. I don't hate the idea. You know, turn the car on, let him get (laughs) sleepy from the... That's vintage exhaust. Yeah, that's a good shit. No catalytic converter. (laughs) Straight from the source. Yeah, this shit's gonna hit hard. I hope you're used to this good stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I got a little. You know, I like to have my laptop out there and look stuff up. But Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, I think God, I had to have a git. You know, they they put me out of git. I mean, luckily they gave me a work from home special because it's a residential address and my barbershop internet reaches my house and you know so I, I i don't want for anything but yeah i got a right my in my house and my tv my tv in my house it it'll take a second for netflix it'll yeah and I, and i sit there and i go I'm not going to bitch. I'm not. There's like a million movies behind that little spinning thing. You know, I know like there's, when there's no CDs anymore or VHS or any of that stuff, it's just literally all at our fingertips. Yeah. And we have that one source too. So like, I still keep like my DVD collection in a box space. Do you think that's part of the reason why there's so many more Karens now? Because when they don't get instant gratification, you know, it doesn't work. They just automatically lose their shit don't know it's just a dependency it's like a it's almost like a digital chemical dependency i think you know i well, mean definitely I, is you definitely get you know dopamine hits i i keep brain. all like i have a small collection of dvds and probably fill a milk crate and i just keep them yeah. because if there's like a power outage so you're gonna some, be able to watch it anyway if there's a power outage. i have a generator <laughs> oh okay you know i'll throw the generator up well, I had, uh, but Jeffy stopped storing it in my garage, so I got to awesome. get one. But yeah, I mean, Jeffy just just to have that, you know, right like here. it's like yeah. even you know just to be able to throw it on, you know, and 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 do it. But but what dependency level is that? Like, I can't get rid of these shitty DVDs I've seen a million times because just in case my internet goes out, I need to be entertained. Like, yeah, we weird. keep we keep our DVDs. I guess some of them for the camper. Because a lot of times we'll just we got a DVD player in there, and the new camper now has bunkhouse, so we put a, a TV up back there, or we put our camper TV that was in the living room before in the bunkhouse. So now when the kids it's bedtime or whatever, it's like get in your fucking bunk room, turn the movie on, and go to sleep. Stay the hell out of the living room or whatever, and then it, it puts it puts a whole camper's width between their bedroom and my bedroom if you know what i mean yeah <laughs> still doesn't gonna make a difference but you know what well, I, mean. I mean yeah <laughs> you know you don't want to hear them have them hear that one minute of passion <laughs> well, it's passionate it's very passionate <laughs> mike says hey and she goes no and the minute's over <laughs> yeah no it's the 59 seconds of me begging <laughs> <laughs> Please, come on. <laughs> Just take the mask, the, the, the facial mask off and the sweatpants. I, I'll be good, you know? I'd leave the mask on. It's yeah. fine. Keep exfoliating. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Oh, you want the remote? Hey, I'm not too proud. <laughs> You've been here. I won't jostle you enough to lose vision at the yeah, TV. I'm not going to hit you with the You can still read the subtitles. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. Let's move on. Probably edit stuff. that out. <laughs> I, I thought I would do a lot more editing of things out, and I haven't really cut a lot of any of these no. out because it all, you know, some stuff. But yeah, it hasn't been a lot of cutting and a lot of editing. So it's been a lot of editing just because I can't make this work the way I wanted to, and switching cameras is a pain in the ass, and it takes me out of the, excuse me out of the conversation if I have to constantly switch cameras. So I quit doing that. 
just so I can yeah. be more one on one. Or yeah, it could, I can imagine this could get pretty overly complicated. Another rabbit hole. Oh uh, yeah, definitely another rabbit hole. Because then it's like the first one we did. My microphone battery died. I was doing mic tests. You know, forty minutes beforehand, making sure everything was good. Getting trying to get the audio dialed in for me. Second, we hit record. And, yeah, don't have any microphone. And I'm still getting audio pickups because my voice is being picked up on that microphone or that microphone or whatever. So I can still see it registering when I talk, but it's quieter. So I start dialing it up and nothing's changing. It's not changing anything. And so, yeah, the first first podcast was rough. But, I mean, that's – you're going to have the first that, podcast, you know. You know you're going to yeah, have the growing pains where you actually – until you sit down and do one. But you didn't have that problem and there's tuck tail and run like – our youth would you know they're like oh my god it didn't work i'm done this podcasting is too hard you know i feel like the they don't have that i don't think they have the yeah they don't have that perseverance they don't they never fell off the horse you know and had to get back on it you know yeah that's kind of weird because but i don't know i'm a weirdo crackhead when it comes to like once i have a project in mind i'm all in balls to the wall i can't think of anything else except for maybe camper time every once in a while but if yep. you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then the lack of camper time ends up being motivation to go out to the garage. It's like, well. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm, not, I'm not camping tonight, I guess. <laughs> you know. <laughs> if we're not camping, I'm going to the garage. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. But once I get started on a project, I can't quit. No matter how. I, I have a lot of projects that are in limbo and partial stages of completion. But they're always there and i drag them out you know or whatever and it's like right back to it and then it turns into like the prelude turn i was like ah, i got 2500 bucks probably and this thing's ready to go eight grand later <laughs> yeah still not done yet but oh yeah i uh i have to find two steel rims yeah you, st- you didn't locate any of those no and i'm i'm, I'm trying to cut costs to buy a house and uh but there's the rabbit hole. It's like, well, do I want to spend two hundred fifty dollars on a set on two rims, steel mm-hmm. rims for this car, or do I just want to keep setting aside a little bit of money and drop some seventeens with white walls on there? And it's like, oh well, six grand later. Yeah, no, whatever. It, it never stops. Like it's, and no matter how much you're like, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> not gonna do it nope this time there's I no way i can justify <laughs> this and then i go well i've never married no kids it's not like i'm feeding or sheltering dependents you know yeah i don't know does that make it better or worse it probably makes it a lot better you probably have a little more disposable income i suppose at that point yeah yeah You're yeah i mean races or uh, never married i guess i should say um now uh you know but um yeah, it, it definitely does. I mean, you guys, all of our circle seems to have very women that really enjoy this. The wives are always there on the cruises. Um, they, So I'm sure there's probably some conversations at home once in a while when they go, what was $1,400? Don't worry about it, honey, you know, yeah. but... But at the same time, you know, they're always out there with you guys on the cruises. You know, I was just thinking this on the way over. You guys have great, fantastic, beautiful wives, great personalities, fun, really a great circle. I'm glad I'm a part of it and stuff. Brandy, thanks uh, you. Um, <laughs> um, 
I, I suck it up a little bit there. Um, you know, it wouldn't hurt if they all you kind know, of teamed up and made me one casserole a week, you know, just kind of um, rotated the shifts. I've been pushing for this for five years. Well, I still need, haven't got a casserole. You need you to know? start, you need to like just make up a fake injury and be like, oh, yeah, Hensa got in the hospital or whatever. He's just getting out of the hospital and I'll build you a, yeah. a casserole for at least one week, you know. But, you know, they're, they're always with you guys. They, they go on all the cruises and stuff like that. But so, but I always tend to. Shit, every girlfriend I got goes, you can't even name me in the garage. I'm like, well, fine, I'll go to the strip club. Is that where you want me? <laughs> like, I mean, at least when you get done in the garage versus a strip club, you have something hopefully to show for it. Yeah, you, you know, know. strip club, you just have no more ones in your checking account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and covered in glitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and stripper stink, whatever that smell is they put on. Oh. It's weird. It's, it's this oddly cheap cologne that if i smell it out in public on somebody i'm like it brings are you, you wearing but then suddenly when i smell dark, it in a dark, dark room, room. And it's like <laughs> take my money like what is this love potion you are wearing yeah. it smells like daddy issues and potential like i'm gonna get laid no, it's definitely, they're just, it smells like working their way through college. Oh yeah. Nursing school's tough. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of them are, a lot of them are in nursing school, apparently very big nurturers. Uh, yeah, they're, they're nurturers, they, yeah. you know, you know, they're, they're they nursing. They take care of the weak and the sick and the sickly and the <laughs> disgusting. Uh, yeah. All while grinding on creeps and yeah. me, yeah. the gentlemen that partake from time to time. Just, yeah, high, <laughs> high class gentlemen, you know? Yeah. But boy, I forgot where we went. We got talking about strippers, and I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you. It's That's that, true. It's that damn perfume. <laughs> it is. Damn, I got that perfume on my mind now. God, it's been a long time. Yeah, I spent a lot of money on ratchets. <laughs> Whether they're in the garage or in the club. <laughs> either way. Either way, it's just ratchet. That's what it was, yeah. So when you go, if you spend time in the garage or the strip club, at least in the garage, hopefully you have something that uh, you can show for it. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a great hobby. You know, it's a great way to, I you know, I, I, I love to go in there and, and be by myself or hours and upon hours you know there's always that thing i was like man you know what a great garage i gotta have some friends over and drink beer and i'm like ah that just annoy me while i'm trying to do this do you think that so i know this with almost every single car guy that i'm friends with we're all really good friends and we hang out we have a great time but do you think that we're all loners to a certain extent where we just like to be alone by ourselves in a garage because we all work every single night or most nights in the garage and usually there's not somebody else there but like you know one maybe one or two nights a week you might have somebody stop by but i'm new to being a, a car guy on the level that i am like i definitely leveled up in the last five six seven years um and there I was just, we just had this conversation at the barbershop, you know, um, I take these guys out from the barbershop and I'll show my car and my Harley and stuff. Cause it's right mm -hmm. by there. And I, I've noticed that, you know, the guys that 
don't have a project that also have like fuel tv and they're like oh yeah you know i totally want to do this and this and they never really pull the trigger they're kind of they, you know there's no disrespect to them they got things going on in their life that you know they don't want to spend That's their money big commitment they don't yeah they don't want to take on the task it's, it's definitely this thing um i notice when i bring those guys out there and i do like to bring them out there just to be to pad my ego a little bit i'm just gonna say it because they're always like oh this is so cool and i'm like well hey, somebody thinks so because i'm the only one that's ever in here yeah but then true, they yeah. always reach into my fridge and and be like you got a beer and they open that fridge and i'm like no dude there's lacroix and red bulls in there because i'm i suck at working on stuff when i have like four beers i'm out i'm lazy as shit i'm done i'm yeah. gonna be on the couch so i just avoid having beers in there I, that's why i keep it at work because you know i, you, you <laughs> I have a couple of beers i used to have beers at work so i could just keep it after you know have a couple of beers after work and that way i can give it to the customers too but anyways yeah thank you for that beer you gave me on I, uh, tuesday yeah that was good yeah Sorry, I interrupted you. <clears throat> Tuesday back in November. Yeah, no, this is it was recorded in yeah, November. No, I didn't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, what nobody I noticed, knows when that was recorded. What I noticed is, is like, and I honestly thought I got that really sweet, that really sweet shop. It's all heated, air conditioned. I thought I'd be hanging out with my friends more, and I am. I'm hanging out in my garage with my friends separately you know because i know that you're over here doing this and i know that hartshorn's over in his garage and, yeah. and sims and T turner and 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 you know turner I, I, and I, turner and uh turner you know there's like four there's turners, yeah, yeah the head turners are a cool crew um uh, I, I like i like working by myself more than with people i i tend to stay more focused i yeah. think it, there's always things that you need somebody else you need a hand with if you're like you know pull the hood off or whatever you know but you don't get as much done that you wanted to get done and i think that yeah, it's a distraction it is yeah. you know it's not yeah, a social hour you know i, I, I have got red bull and recroy in my fridge because i love hanging I'm, out with my friends it's a lot of hours yeah right. but it's, it's i always think it's super special when you know like that first cruise of the year where yeah. everybody gets together and they, they go, oh look what you've been doing you know da, 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 you know well, you myrtle's metal flaked on the top yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah myrtle's metal flaked on the top now and and you know the 40 you know brandon's 46 is blue instead yeah, of zz top you know cool like when it showed up for torque fest and all of a sudden it was like who, who the fuck is that what 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 yeah that was what the hell is that Brandon was a cruel surprise That's a completely different car it didn't even look like the same car it no was completely different it no he did a great job on that that's super cool yeah it's it's always kind of cool when everybody meets up and it's like oh wow you did this and you did mm -hmm. that and you, and you know it's it's a lot of fun you know but it is a, it is a it's a good it's a healthy thing to be in there and, and figuring out problems for yourself i think it's good for your mental dexterity you know i mean they say doing puzzles and stuff keeps off alzheimer's well, and dementia and stuff puzzles well, are, you know these are real life puzzles oh boy you know they're yeah. oh boy yeah and the parts and the pieces aren't always just there on the table to snap into place Sometimes what's a four letter word for i just broke a bolt off in the head <laughs> you know <laughs> oh shit i gotta get that one out of the transmission oh yeah yeah, yeah you know you know off just yeah. yeah and it is all that stuff you know it's like i can't make horns work on any car and it's just like all right step away go do a little more research come back you're like i've got it figured out 
No, I didn't do shit. That was a waste of an hour and a half. My turn signals on the Starfire on the bumper below are all beat up, and they're missing. The, the lenses and the housings are all beat up. It looks like some somebody who owned it previously, I would say they tried to tow it with a tow strap at one point, because when I got out of the car, it was pretty rough. I think it died on him a few times. It looks like somebody hooked up a tow strap of it. So it's like, okay, now I've got to either figure out before, and I'm probably going to get borderline crucified for this in our crew, but I think it would look cool with the quad headlights to put the headlights in it, the, the halo that you can switch the colors on and, and make it lavender to match the car and, make, <laughs> and to make it this but is it going to be hard, like it's like well i should do that because it's either i can figure out a couple of relays and ohm resistors probably a lot faster than i can figure out metal working a bumper and yeah. then finding these needles that's, in this haystack of the internet and that's the hard part too with the car because i'm I'm not a purist by any means with cars. Like I build what I want to build, but my taste is basically could have or should have come from the factory that way. So you make subtle tweaks here and there, you know, if you're shaving things, you're, you're not shaving the door handles. You're not, you know, but maybe you shave the antenna hole or, you know, shave a body line that's in there. And, oh yeah. I've uh, heard some shit because I went from a mechanical fuel pump to an electric fuel pump and I put the relay in, I'm wiring it all nice. I make it look really professional. I put it in this, it was like, like you said, should it have come from the factory that way? I was like, well, why did you have this opening space on the frame within the fuel lines right behind the thing? If it wasn't, I mean, it was, there yeah. was even already a hole there. So I only had to tap one hole into that frame. My bolt Wait, went into the other one. So it was like, tapped a hole. You're really, oh, you're I know, really right? Like, it's, it's not original now, man. It's not going to make it to Meekum. No more Barrett Jackson for you. Um, it, there's there's that fine line where you're saying put halos on it and stuff like that and it's like yeah it's kind of cool but like I, God, I know like, and then I it's like mean, how am i getting any you know like uh, yeah. spike was just telling me the day on the phone he's like yeah but if you put the led headlights in there with the halos and you can blow your headlight switch and then i've got one of those beautiful headlight switches i've ever seen and i'm like oh, yeah. i gotta fix this thing now so i gotta like what are you gonna do like put some switches underneath and be like tink tink Tink, 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 tink. Yeah. I'm taking it right now. Tink, 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 tink. No. So you can't do anything like that. You can't make it ghetto. You can't make it hood wrap. But a, a mechanical fuel pump? Why do, Why would I not want an electrical fuel pump in this day and age? You know, you know like, I agree with that. And this just brought up something. I'm jealous of the people like Wes. That don't care. Where they have no shame. <laughs> yeah. Like They don't make their own rules on their own cars that they has, have to follow. Do they, do they not have a dad that goes, you fucking idiot, what are yeah. you doing? Like, I w I'm embarrassed for myself thinking of what other people are going to say about something, you know? I was doing the relay on my fuel pump, and I didn't have blue wire or white wire and the relay wire is blue and white and this stuff all goes and disappears after 10 inches and goes under mm -hmm. the dash but and it was like nine degrees out that i had been i don't know what for whatever reason i think riley or somebody had blocked my truck in and i was like well i've got spools of wire of every other color but I walked my ass two blocks to that parts store. Oh yeah. Just to get blue and white. So it was coming off the relay from the same color all the way to its source. Right, sir. $18 in wire for it to, it's like, why am I doing heat shrink tubing to match? 
color code because I had it. I was like, wow. well, I better use a color coded e tree. Damn, but it's like, and it's the stupidest thing. But at the same time, if I can't get these turn signals to move, I'll drive this thing for five years doing this. Taking a left, <laughs> you know, taking a right. There we go. Yeah. Um, it's electrical is fun. Electrical is not the worst, uh, but it, it is. You like you make these rules that you follow. Yeah, uh -huh. and they're not Absolutely. for anybody else. And then you always get your friends to go. You can't. You can't put 17s on that. You can't. You can't. Yeah. You got to put 14 inch dates. Wow, wow! You did a really good job soldering that joint. That's, <laughs> yeah. like, that's what I heard the other day, or whatever that wire. Yeah, I was like, yeah, don't look at that. My soldering iron didn't really get hot enough to do that. I'm gonna fix it. Yeah, my driver's side lug nut studs or studs on my wheel wheel studs are reverse thread. I got that. I borrowed an air hammer from somebody. You tighten those fuckers up. <laughs> you know what? Well, there's not everything we need to talk about. You know, and I, you, I, <laughs> you brought it up. That's I know. All I'm, I'm just saying. saying it was a flaw from the factory that created an issue. Um, the wheels walking loose or the, the lug nuts walking loose. Oh, I didn't tell you about this, did I? When I oh, no. bought an extra brand new impact because yeah. mine wouldn't get the lug nut off because I had it on left and it was lefty tidy, not right, not and righty loosey. So I had it on left, and then I went to Home Depot. I got a new impact, which I've been wanting to buy anyways, you know. So all this money went home, put the bam. All of a sudden, I realized there's more thread sticking out of this goddamn lug nut. And I fused the rim to the the lug nut to the rim. I had to grind it off. I jumped the grinder off of one stud onto the other one, all to realize that these are righty loosey. Grabbed my little insufficient. Uh, uh, impact it went son of a bitch this was all to get the gas tank off I never I didn't fix that wheel stud until the gas tank was back in I never needed to take the tire off I did this damage so I'm like you know screw that I'm gonna grab this air hammer I bought an air hammer I'm gonna knock out all them studs and I'm repressing in correct thread ones because the factory screwed that up that wasn't my fault that was Oldsmobile's fault are your wheels gonna fall off now driving down the road well, yeah, probably, but that was good. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's yeah. probably for later. Not that's why today. I don't drive the Cherokee either. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's true. just it's just one of those things. Like you said, you know, should this have been from them from the factory? Should it be done this way? You know. Yeah. And then I was just worried because if I take it, if I do, if I am on the road with it, I don't know, 100 miles, 200 miles out of, from Lincoln, and mm -hmm. I got to have a tire change or something. I don't need the brain trust at some Jiffy Lube zipping that thing off and, and putting it on right side and yeah, do causing the whole problem. Yeah. West yeah, I don't need Wes, you know, cranking on it. Well, he's not strong enough to fuse anything, but well, that impact, he can pull the trigger on him. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So it was just it was just like, you know, one of those, mm -hmm. you may, you, the mistakes are almost the fun part too you know sometimes like you the three you learn a little history and some stuff uh, well yeah because i think you're learning life lessons you're learning experience uh well yeah you like we just said you don't have any pain in your life you don't make any mistakes you don't grow as a person true you don't you don't have any more knowledge in your tiny little brain than you had the day before if you're just sitting around playing video games all day or eating potato chips on your couch or watching law and order or whatever the hell people do on their couch i don't know netflix and chill maybe yeah it's a it's yeah football you know, I'm always amazed how people can watch six hours of football on the weekends. And I'm I like, how do you have that kind of time? Even if I didn't have cars, I wouldn't have a goddamn time to put six hours in the on the couch. The only thing I really find football <laughs> good for is hanging out with my buddies or taking a nap. Yeah, there's always good food at the football parties, so I never... That is true, yeah. Yeah, you always got some snacks. Yeah, solid yeah. snacks, free yeah. beer, you know. But if I go to a football party and I go out to the garage and grab myself a beer and there's a car in there... 
I'm gonna sit there on a on a stool next to the fridge and just look at somebody else's car and drink beer. Drink all their beer. I like yeah. where your head's at. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, well, I'm a guest. You know, it's yeah, only it it's only true. fair. You know, what well, I'm saying? And, yeah, and the beer fridge is always you know, it's uh it's open to anybody. Come in, help yourself. If there's beer in there, you're more than welcome to drink it. I'm not gonna get mad if I drink your last beer. I always get weirded out or don't like being around those people that are like, bring your own beer. Don't touch my stuff. Yeah, um, it's an it's a community, you know, it's a community drinking fountain in there. You know? Yeah, I'm actually gonna grab one. Is that cool? Yeah. Well, obviously. Well, while you're over there, good yeah. too. And uh, I guess we'll take this time right now to uh, thank our other sponsor for this show, Hensley's Barbershop. If you need to get some uh, braids and fades done, <laughs> hit up Hensley. Uh, I know you don't know, but you sponsored, I think, the uh, the third podcast that's not out yet. Uh, we were Absolutely, Sims. no, I was happy to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's a noble it's a noble thing. It's an honor. Me and, Sims, me and Sims are talking about getting her hair cut or whatever, and Cash goes in there all the time to get his hair cut. Uh, he's a cool kid. And uh, I was like, yeah, this this episode's sponsored by... He's his barbershop. He doesn't know it yet, but he's going to pay me. <laughs> See, your, boy, your boy's been coming in. He likes it. Yeah. Uh, he said, I think he kind of got his haircut slightly different this time. But last time he was like, this is the best haircut I've ever got. And it wasn't a morbidly obese woman breathing heavy on him. So. Yeah. It's tough to, it's, it's tough to transition from those cost cutters. Or yeah. Whatever. Sweaty boobs on your shoulder as a young man to a man's barber, you know, a, ma a male barber, but it's worth it. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun industry. The kids are fun. That's he's at an age where I enjoy them coming in. I don't have a problem cutting kids' hair. I don't cut kids' hair. I don't cut kids' hair because the parents have the time. Man, if they're under thirteen, these parents are can be wingnuts. <laughs> uh, I have some that have grandfathered in um, or grandchild in. I said, but they're uh, yeah. Uh, the kids are fun. It's cool to see those young guys go. Oh yeah, I wanna I wanna look good and you know I feel good and I like having my hair cut yeah. and I think that's important that they have that attitude where they say okay I want to look good because it makes me feel good not because I'm doing it for somebody else you know. Well, but. there is a little bit of community involved with like back in the day it wasn't a cost cutters in and out boom 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 it yeah was, you'd sit down and you would do the the town not town gossip per se but you know you'd hear the stories you'd hear you talk to your you know become one of your your friends your buddies and it'd be a time to go communicate with somebody else you know i don't know it just was, yeah it was well i had you build that i had you build that bar in my shop because i kind of was like a tricking dudes you know like you couldn't just be like hey we're gonna do friend building activities but you do a bar in some place and some guy's going to pony up to it. It's amazing the way society's gone where that, that's lost, that community mm -hmm. shuffle. I mean, yeah, we get people from all over town, so they're not just walking around the neighborhood and mm, the neighborhood, not a lot, well, everybody in there. But they, uh, it's it's kind of a lost. It's it's kind of lost as far as the hangout, you yeah. know, unless you like do the pool table and even then you just got kids ripping your felt. But it, I, it, I, I thought I, I thought there was going to be more. I thought I thought when I built a shop, I thought there was going to be more of that where guys came in, and we still do have it, and we love it. You know, there's some guys that come in and will just come into bullshit. I feel and, like the black community still has it. A lot oh yeah, more yeah, absolutely. Like the, the uh, yeah, they. Uh, they do it and it's fun you know I, we still have customers everybody and there's always 
Yeah. Yeah, there's there's black and white that come in and, and dick off on their days off. They'll come in, bring a six pack of beer and, and crack open a beer and bullshit, you know, and it's it's a riot. I, I, I do like it when it happens. You're definitely gonna see all walks alive for Yeah, sure. it's not the same well, and I sell a little higher end haircut than my neighbor my neighborhood's really looking for, you know, so you know, there, if I did ten, twelve dollar, fifteen dollar haircuts at my spot, then yeah, we get the neighborhood walkabys that, that want to come in and hang out. But I'd probably go in um, like uh, more often than once every six months if they were, you know, yeah, like yeah. a ten dollar Tuesday or something. Mm, no, that will not be offered uh, by any promotion means. Promotion code. Uh, promotion code. Use promotion code. Uh, uh, cuts. <laughs> yeah. Nope. No promotion codes. No. 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 People no. Like start walking in. Yeah, I'm gonna. Are we here for the cuts. ten dollar yeah. FTP speed shop discount? Yeah, uh, uh, what's the promotion code? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I, I wish it was. I, that's why I like doing haircut nights. Sometimes I used to have you know all the crew in mm-hmm. the cut hair. Yeah, but, those are fun. Yeah, but then I realized I didn't want to work that late anymore. I was too tired. <laughs> yeah, because it, it would get to be like 10 o'clock at night or something. Yeah, and I'm still like, Ugh. I'm like, wait a second. I'm the one that owns the bar and the booze. Why am I not <laughs> drinking any of this shit? Yeah, all right, you're up. Oh, God, I hate my life. Or you just get, you know, too fucked up by the end of the night and everybody's fades are sideways. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's that would never. That, no, no, I'm not saying that you do that <laughs> but uh it could happen it could, it could happen it, it could happen, happen yeah. you know maybe a tuft of hair sticking out still yeah, you know boy. yeah but yeah it's a it's a fun industry it's a good industry i enjoy it. like i said the kids the kids are what make it a lot of fun too when you start to see them growing and there are a few that you know, are excited about their cars and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you know, come in and they, you know, we always like to bust their chops about boyfriends and girlfriends or girlfriends. I'm like, oh, you got to, what's your girlfriend's name? How many girlfriends you got? None, 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 you know, no, and, no. and then there's always, you know, a cute girl in your class. I had one time I had a young girl, a young boy sitting there. His mom was with him. I think it was Shannon Hughes. And it was Kelton, Colton. You don't have to say her name. It's fine. Um, well, Josh is a good friend of mine. And, uh, she was sitting in there and I was like, so he had a mullet, he had a rock and mullet, he had the thing lines and he was always like, oh, we do a sweet mullet and some, you know, can I get a mohawk on the top? You know, just everything he could possibly get. And then one day he's like, I think I just want a normal haircut. I was like, yeah, what's her name? Oh. And she goes, oh, Hensley, he's not even into that. And he was like, her name's Samantha and she's my really good friend. And she thinks I'd probably look better with a, a better haircut. I was like, you like her, don't you? Oh, I think. I think I looked over at Shannon and she was just, those just, just the waterworks were coming. I was like, no, no, I got this, you know? And she's like, oh my God, he's, he likes a girl. And it's, it's cool, you know? Like they, they open up, they like their barbers, you know? Yeah. That's true. It's true. You're okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jackson, you said mullet reminded me of Jackson. Grandpa told him that. They had this old 90s Chevy pickup truck out back or whatever. He was going to get it running and try to sell it. And Jackson's like, oh, I kind of like that. It's kind of a cool little truck. We got to shut that off. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me. They usually shut that off. Fucking ass. That really interrupted. Well, this break was sponsored by the air compressor. Yeah, Puma. Air compressors, yeah. quiet like a cat. Kick on. 
and scare the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I puckered pretty good. Yeah, but Grandpa, anyway, so Grandpa said, uh, you know, you grow a mullet out, and I'll give you this truck. <laughs> and so he's like, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. And when he got his haircut last Tuesday, he uh, he was like, dang, I was supposed to be growing my mullet out so I could get that truck. Well, next one, we'll do the starter kit. We'll we'll plant that seed in the rat tail. Yeah. You know, we'll get that going. You know, maybe just a little bottom Apparently, row. Apparently, Grandpa came in and got a cut from Riley. Riley tuned up his mullet. Wait, Grandpa has a mullet? Yeah. Who is that? When, when? Kevin Lewis. Brandy told me he went in there. But you guys are in, he wanted like an old school mullet, and you guys were in all like the high and tight and stuff. He's like, yeah, this isn't my kind of mullet. Well, I can, you know, we can, we can adjust it, you know? Yeah. You know, we can, we bring, have him bring in a picture of old Billy Ray. Yeah. We'll dial that. <laughs> yeah, sec- can you we'll get him into that sex machine that, level right there, you know? On the, on the mirror so he can just compare it. Oh, yeah. Riley's great. Riley's a, a great barber. He's fun to he's fun to work with, uh, and and customers warm right up to him because he's an old court husker. You know, he's Riley Washington from the ninety two ninety six team. You know, I have and, no idea. I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't know much either. I keep, I keep I think he was a wing bag. I keep having I was like, what did you play? Were you were you a, a wide receiver? It's like the one quarterback they, or wide yeah, receiver? Yeah, quarterback, center, wide receiver, center maybe. Yeah. yeah, point guard. Were you a point guard? You're kind of short. You're probably a point guard. I think that's basketball, but that sounds right. You know, yeah, he was a hell. Of a, he was. Uh, I think he was saying the other day he was talking to a track athlete from uh, Midland College, and I think when he recruited, he was the fastest kid. He was the fastest high school senior in the nation when they recruited him. Don't quote me on that. I, you know, but still buy a haircut from him. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean. Let's be honest. The people are probably not gonna fact check us on this. Yeah. But I, hey, I look forward to you guys fact checking us. Please do if you want to. Um, yeah. So it's it's fun. It's uh, he's a good barber. He he he's good with those kids. He's got five of his own that he's raised. So he's he he knows how to keep them in line and, yeah, and keep them going. He's pretty he's pretty chill. Pretty cool personality. Yeah. He's been a he's been a great asset to our shop. My yeah. shop. I yeah. work with him as I, I see it. I don't. He doesn't work for me by any means. He writes a chair and. Yeah. Well, and Jackson's Jackson's hooked. I think if if maybe one of these days he'll remember Jackson. He's got a haircut at five thirty. Well, <laughs> I put it under my your name. He was probably while I was cutting your hair going. This fucking Mike early no booked. called no showed me this some bitch yeah. didn't even come in. Well, the last time the first time we got a haircut there, he thought Jackson was his. Uh, 5 30 or six o'clock or whatever i don't know what time we got there five o'clock and the guy or the kid no showed on him and so he thought jackson was that guy <laughs> and so he's all screwed up now because like, yeah he thought that nobody no showed on him yeah which is a tragedy don't ever do it uh <laughs> that's really fricked up to do to your barber it is a little bit it is a little bit you know but we have the no call no show shit list that keeps people in line you know yeah if you refuse to pay up then you you go on the public shame board and we post it just like the old bad checks policy back in the day you know they used to put them in a glass case in front of the grocery store so i really know in town that you bounced a check to the grocery store yeah you know that's bouncing a check too is something that you can't do anymore or playing that shuffle game where you would deposit a check in the atm on friday night and it would advance you a hundred dollars and then you'd have over the weekend to come up with the money that you actually 
needed in order to do that. I never did that, but I've heard a lot of stories of people doing that. But there was a guy in like, Marquette, Nebraska in the, in the 80s, early 90s, and this is a thing called check hiding that was popular back in the day before computers. You ever hear about this? It's brilliant. I don't know who figured this out, but I wish I lived back then and I would totally do it. Uh, says a lot about your character. Yeah. Well... <laughs> You go to one bank and you start an account with like, you know, you take $500 cash mm -hmm. and you go start an account. Then you go drive nine miles to the other town oh, I think and I use a check yeah. and go over there and start a checking account, right? And then you would for and, and write a check to them to start the checking account off of that account uh -huh. with like $250 and go over and do it to a third bank. And then you would buy basically every week just be rotating checks and stopping by the bank and depositing these checks. And that $500, would they would never ever catch it because, you know, that, that was back in the clear. day. Yeah, they got to, yeah. they got to. You know, take this check, and then somebody's probably going to run it back to that bank, make sure it cleared, transfer the money, put it in the book, you know, pencil, write it down. Okay, now he's got to, he's always got this. Well, if I remember right, I can't remember the guy's name, but if I remember, there was a hell of a snowstorm. And it got for like yeah, three days, yeah, and the yeah. guy couldn't get to doing it. And the bank was like, "You have only had five hundred dollars floating around for like eighteen years." And I mean, he was spending. I mean, he knew how to do it. You know, he was. Well, was he? How much did he actually owe? Basically, there was. Or he, he started with like five hundred dollars free. Basically, no, he got five hundred dollars for free over and over and over again because it just it constantly kept, perpetuating. It was, it was always, it was always it was in always deposit, yeah. Behind, so he could always just keep writing hot checks. Yeah, it's called check hiding. Check. It was a pretty slick system. Yeah, I heard about that. It was a snowstorm that that he got busted on. Yeah, the whole shit show. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like a four day snowstorm. His truck heard, wouldn't start. I heard the modern version of that on like one of those uh, YouTube shorts or whatever. This guy would uh, use his credit card that got like five percent cash back or whatever, and so he would whatever buy Western Unions or something with it with the credit card he would after the fees he would make one percent free and clear so he'd basically buy a western union make it out to the credit card company pay itself off and so he was making one percent and he was doing this with huge amounts and basically he was just paying it off every single month or whatever with those and just getting the one percent oh brilliant he was making you know I wish I had the attention span to keep up on that. dollars a year. You know, doing that. I would stub my toe out the door one day, like, oh God, you know what? I'm not doing this. Oh, that's prison. what he was doing. He was buying gift cards with it, and then using the gift cards to buy Western Unions to pay off the. It's brilliant. Pay it back, yeah. Yeah, there's all sorts of those hustles that I personally know that. It's not that I don't have the moral fiber to do it. I don't have, the energy. I don't have the intelligence to maintain it. At one point, I'm like, oh, I'll just go to jail. Fuck <laughs> you, just take me to jail, haul me off. You know, I got all the cool stuff in the garage locked up. I'll be good. It'll still be there when I get back. Okay, Hensley, you got anything you want to plug? Your social medias? or uh, You know, or we got the barbershop, Hensley's Barbershop. I love uh, talking about that. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, Come in, come get a haircut, beard trim, have a beer, uh, hang out. Uh, you know, um, definitely No Coast Customs Rod Shop's a pretty rad place. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, they do a great job, and any of your other sponsors are pretty quality, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. But no, not really too much plugging or stuff right, for well, me. You know, I figure I'll give you an opportunity to, uh, you know, plug your Instagram or something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Hesley, everything's Hesley's Barbershop. Google it out. <laughs> Google that shit. Just Google that shit. We got online booking, you know, yeah, parking. Yeah, almost impossible to use the online booking. Yeah, it's the best bullshit in town. <laughs> it's the best bullshit in town, man. I swear to God. I just, I, I don't do it. I refuse to do it. Yeah, we're going to talk about that after we're off camera, <laughs> which you're going to because, you know what? You I don't want to be your secretary. Me. Let's just go ahead and have you do it because friends don't ask friends to book their haircuts. I have to do I do that for okay, well, seniors. Who, who, said, if we were, a senior. who said we were friends? We'll, okay. just put it, we'll just leave it at a business. Yeah. For, <laughs> business Good. Then book the fuck online. If you don't do it, <laughs> that's my policy. Hey, if you don't want to book online, apparently somebody else will. So we're good. <laughs> All right. Well, at that, uh, we'll leave it at that, I guess. So thanks for watching, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you guys have any questions comments questions you want us to ask guests go ahead and leave them in the comments and we'll be sure to do that and uh don't forget to like share and subscribe we'll catch you on the next one <laughs> i think i might have went cross-eyed a little bit there staring at the camera <laughs> <laughs> later